Well, hello again, and I want to welcome you to another episode of The P3 Life, Defined and Designed. This is the podcast with you in mind, and I'm your host. I'm excited to talk to you one more again. (laughs) This is LaQuinta, and I am here to bring education and motivation through leadership level content. So get ready because we're going to talk. We're going to talk about a topic that I think applies to almost everyone. And if it's not now, it might be coming soon in your future. I'm really excited because every time we get together, we either are discussing our parent life, our professional life, or we're looking at the personal relationships that we have and how can we expand them? What are the emotions that we face and just how can we grow and get better? So this is a very unique opportunity for you to meet a brand new friend of mine. She's amazing. She has a warm heart and I'm just glad to call her a sister. So I want to know, Miss Raina, are you on the line? Yes, yes. How are you? I'm here, Miss Winter. It's so good to talk to you once again. I'm excited, my new friend. I'm t- I'm really, really excited about what we're gonna just just jump right into. So, how are you doing today? I'm doing really fabulous. The weather here is beautiful, and it's been a really good day. I'm glad to connect with you and your audience. Okay. Well, you know, I'm here in California. And you are in the great state of Texas, right? Yes, ma'am. El Paso. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, then I'll bring the Cali girl and you just go ahead and you bring, bring the Texas gal on out. Okay. <laughs> and so I know that we've been talking and, you know, we're both moms. So, you know, today's topic is going to be reinventing yourself. So can you tell me? What does that mean to you just to, you know, take that time in life to kind of do it new, do it brand new? Oh, I, I, I would love to. So I would like to just give you a little bit of backstory um, on me. Okay. Um, my family, it, we were a military family. Okay, Mm -hmm. 22 years in the military. And every time we moved, I saw it as an opportunity to just reinvent myself, to change up. If I wanted to change my job or change what I did as a craft. Um, So that was just a little bit about me in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But once I got to our final duty station and we Mm -hmm. went through retirement and my children retired, I mean, my children grew up, I found that the last reinvention had to be about me. It wasn't about reinventing the family anymore. So, wow. I woke up one day mm-hmm. and I realized that my three children, who I loved dearly, were grown, had gone off to college. There were no more track meets. There were no more volleyball practices, no more um, going to the movies. And I just had all of this time to myself. What mm-hmm. do I do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Go ahead. And at that moment, it came to me. I have to go on a journey to figure out who I was. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that can be one of the toughest that we do take. You know, sometimes it comes after a great loss. And then other times in life, it can be because of a transition. It's like you're saying, everything changed. You looked up and you're like, whoa, okay, what do I do with myself in this second half or, you know, next third of life, you know? Wow. So how did, how did you handle it? Like, where did you start? Well, I started Um, To be honest, I started in a dark place and I don't even know how I got there. Mm. I just know that life was good. Um, I was in the mommy phase, you know, when you get up, does everybody have their lunch money? Does everybody have get to school on time? Next thing you know, let's do college applications, house sports. We drop one off. Okay, we come back. Let's take care of the rest. And the next thing I know, I wake up and it's just me and Mm. I begin to get sad. So at at that point, I sought out um, counseling Mm -hmm. and I kicked around. Someone told me about the word empty nest. And I'm like, well, what is that real? I heard it before on TV, (laughs) but (laughs) she's like, that's on TV. That's not in real life. (laughs) (laughs) What's empty nest syndrome? And it's like, and then I said, wait a minute, am I going through that? Mm -hmm. The, The fast paced hustle and bustle of every day get everything together, cook these large meals. We're now no more. I'm cooking for two now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The house is eerie. It's quiet. Yeah. There's the, <laughs> no more turn down the music, turn off the video game. It's just really quiet. Yeah. Um, and I realized that at 40, my children were gone. I started young. My mm-hmm. children were very close in age. They're actually 15 months apart, all three of them. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, <laughs> mine, mine are five years apart. You did 15 months. I was like, no, I need you to be in school and, and out of diapers so I could start with the next one, you know, <laughs> well, Very just give you a little example of how close they are. Um, my youngest one will turn 24 in March. Mm-hmm. My middle one is 25 and my mm-hmm. oldest is 26. Wow. Stair step. Okay. Okay. You got it done. But I've heard, I've heard there's benefits to it. You know, for me, it'll, it'll be some years between each stage. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can only imagine. So that happened very rapidly for you when one left, you know, within the next two years, it was like all over again. So, wow, that's very rapid. And that's a huge change. So you started with counseling and I think that's one area And tell me what your thoughts are on this, because sometimes in communities of color, you know, we don't embrace um, the 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 unique benefits that come from just having a mental health professional or, you know, a good uh, therapist, coach. Those conversations are really crucial. So do you think that as a as a community, we need to do more of that? Definitely. I was not receptive at first. And when Mm -hmm. even when I went. I wasn't receptive to all the ideas that my counselor was telling me because I'm like, you want me to meditate? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> how's that going to help me from being lonely? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, so I stopped going. Funny enough, I stopped going. And I realized that I wasn't getting better. I wasn't getting out there. And mm-hmm. I started to become a homebody. And mm-hmm. everybody tells you, find a hobby. Uh, but your hobbies are based around your children. That's what you've done for the past 18, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to find something to do that you enjoy because 
you no longer know who you are. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. So I um, found myself, I went back to counseling and it made Mm -hmm. a difference. I could see what the first one was talking about. I began Mm -hmm. to do meditation and and that is a really, really beneficial um, activity that a lot of people overlook. Just Mm -hmm. they're listening to whether you do it in silence, whether you do a guided meditation. Um, Some people do sounds, Mm -hmm. which calm them down, but just centering, focusing, um, getting the stress off your mind, whether it's only 10 minutes a day, it's really beneficial. It sets your day up. That's true. That's true. It's a practice that I um, embrace as well. And you're right. And I've done different types, you know, sometimes with essential oils so that there's a, you know, when I'm taking my deep breaths, you know, the body is getting a a newness and a refreshing or I've done it with color, you know, different lighting and moods. You're right. It can definitely change because our brains respond to the heart as we kind of, like you said, get centered. And And I think a lot of us, stay so busy in our thoughts we don't know how to just get quiet and sit still it's exactly. sad mm-hmm. so meditation okay I heard you just say you were not open to the ideas did you go back to the same counselor or did you find someone new the second time well I actually ended up going to someone new that counselor retired and um some of the things she talked about like I said I brought with me to the new counselor talking to okay. the new one um it was the same company but just a different counselor she was really great Mm -hmm. um she didn't bring in as many things as the first one did about diet changing my diet you know sometimes Mm -hmm. when you have kids you tend to eat fast stuff um Mm -hmm. things that you cook quickly but actually taking time into cooking so I began to cook and buy cookbooks and I Mm -hmm. went down a journey of trying different um types of foods different types of flavors different cooking and for me that was so opening and freeing because you know I didn't have to make the you know large portions anymore I could just make a small portion and try out Mm -hmm. different recipes so that was one um, aspect of self-discovery trying different things that I had never tasted Mm, that sounds really fun you know you can try like you said different cuisines styles cultures you could do some sushi at home you know that sounds like a lot of fun did you um you know find a new eating style like did you go vegetarian did you start eating you know less meat less dairy was there any other changes to your diet that you think also helped to you know just you know transition and and physically was there any big changes there? Yes, definitely. So during the transition, I did try paleo. I really okay. like that. And that took away the dairy. So mm-hmm. I noticed now in my um, that I eat less dairy. I mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love my milk products, my cheese, but <laughs> I am more conscious about it. And I don't eat as much as I used to when I was okay. younger. And, you know, now I have to look at the health benefits as I age and and my body and how it reacts to it. But mm-hmm. that was, again, learning my body. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because some things that we eat can make us very lethargic. And so you're wondering why you feel depressed when actually it's just the heaviness of the food you ate and you're just, mm-hmm. you know, slothful or tired. 
you don't have no energy. Eat some exactly. food, you know, <laughs> some vegetables. <laughs> Do a detox, you know. <laughs> yes, I think that's amazing that you, you know, chose to go internal and just really make sure that your body was getting, you know, more whole mm-hmm. food. It sounds like you were really getting into the enjoyment of cooking versus like you said, when we're moms or dads, you know, we're just cooking to survive, you know, some days it's, it's just very busy and quick. So you could, you could cook to enjoy cook for, you know, um, the, just the essence of how will this taste when it comes out? How can I make it different, make it my own? So that's really powerful. Well, another question that I think the listeners might really enjoy hearing from you is how did your, your relationship with your children change? Oh, now that's one that it took a lot of time to develop because Mm -hmm. they were so used to depending on me. They were independent within their selves. However, there were a lot of boundaries that I had to learn as a parent to put in place. Mm -hmm. Um, There were a lot of things that being young, I wanted them to learn and be independent, teaching them how to do their own laundry, teaching them, you know, making sure they all could drive, making sure they all knew how to, um, do certain things around the house. And when mm-hmm. it got, and when they grew up and went to college, it, they were like, mom, do you know, kids can't even wash their own clothes because they mm-hmm. never learned those things. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more that I realized that I needed to guide them and I needed to teach them, but I needed to do it from an adult aspect. Mm-hmm. They are now young adults and no longer children. If they make a mistake, you know, as a kid, you're like, you explain to them what the mistake is the consequences, Mm -hmm. but ultimately you often correct it for them or show them how you're correcting it. But as adults, they have to learn to make those mistakes. You hope they don't make the same ones you make, but they have Mm -hmm. to learn on their own. And I think that changed a lot for our relationship. Mm -hmm. Also not seeing them as much that, that was for me, that was a lot and learning when to insert myself and when not to insert myself so that they can learn from their mistake. Because if I tell them each time they're not learning, they're going to keep making that same mistake. Mm -hmm. So that became a big um, learning lesson. And it's still a learning lesson. Um, Like I said, with the boundaries and things like that, I'm happy to say they have been successful. They live on their own and they've been able to make the learning mistakes that we all make as young adults. But mm-hmm, just learning mm-hmm. how to step back and not feeling guilty as parents. We feel guilty. We don't want to see our children struggle. We don't want to yeah. see them fail. But if we don't mm-hmm. teach them those mistakes, they don't understand. They don't know. And they will depend mm-hmm. on us. You're right. You are so right. Failure. And like you said, even just that that uncomfortable pain that might come from the result of their decision or lack of mm-hmm. plan, whatever that may be. You are so right, Raina. It's important for us to know when to step in, when to step back. I think it's so healthy. So you you giving me nuggets, you know. My <laughs> sister, uh, he just entered teenageville, but I'm I'm writing down notes. So <laughs> this is it's good. It's good. Um, you know, Raina, I really think that you you have such a healthy, or at least from my perspective, and maybe the listeners will agree, you have a healthy. Um, mentality towards where you are now. Now, I know it may not have started off that way, but do you find that um, other other parents or friends 
you know, going through this same change, do you find that their handling is, is as well? Or do you feel like this is kind of the normal struggle of just, you know, going from the, um, the, the adolescent to the teenage to the young adult phase? So what, what do you see from your perspective? I think it's going to be different with each person. You just have to recognize what you're going through. For me, when I crafted out my um, journey as an adult, I focused my, even my career was focused around my children. I worked in a setting um, so that I could be around them. I worked in Mm -hmm. early childhood. So I had a home daycare at one point so that I could Mm -hmm. be home when they got home from school. Um, Once they got into their activities, I did, I worked at the center's at the youth center and the teen centers, I could be around them. When I say for people that are transitioning, it's going to be different for everyone where the reinvention comes from. For me, I had to, when once they left, I found from my journey that I no longer could, I had, I no longer had them here to work with them. So I had to reinvent myself to be someone for me. Mm. And that brought on a new career. For each, some people are in their dream careers and they may do that for the rest of their lives. Um, some may see as their children change change age, okay, maybe I can do the things I wanted to do. Um, I just didn't want to do it while they were small because I wanted to spend time with it, with them so I can move on and, you know, maybe go back to school or uh, start that business or things like that. So that's mm-hmm. where a lot of parents can do that and do it guilt-free and, and realize that even though you're raising your children, a lot of us think that this is forever. It comes so quickly that it's not. And you can start now kind of mapping out the kind of life you want to have mm. once they become adults and wow. start planning. Start. Okay. That's a good note. And that's the one I'm going to repeat. Everyone, you heard it from Raina. She said, don't wait until the last one graduates and getting their college dorm. (laughs) You know, you can start working on you now. And that's one thing that I'm, I'm such a big advocate of, you know, consistently consider yourself. Your role is your role, but your relationship with yourself matters so much. So I just, I just feel like you, you gave us the blueprint, Raina, you know, <laughs> um, talking about that place of, of sadness and sorrow. It helps us to recognize that that, that is normal because you're losing that, that moment in motherhood in the form that it was. And yet you also just inspired me and helped me to feel like there's light, you know, at the end of the dark tunnel. Oh yeah. You know, I'm not going to feel like I'm fumbling. I'm not going to feel like a failure as a mom. If my children are going through things, cause that's life. And I'm just happy to hear you as a beautiful woman and mom to, you know, express your love, for them, but then to find that self-love. So, wow, you just, you've said so much and I'm just delighted that we could capture some of it. Um, there may be some of the listeners, Raina, who may want to uh-huh. um, connect with you or I don't know, they might want to follow you. What would be the best ways that they could, you know, kind of get in touch? Well, great. On Facebook and Instagram, my um, name is at Raina C. Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can follow me there on LinkedIn. I'm Raina Jones one. Well, just Raina Jones. And on Twitter, I'm Raina Jones one. 
Okay. Okay. We got it. So if you want to ask a question or connect with Raina, or maybe you're going through something that she described, um, she is a wonderful resource. And I'd like to know, Raina, would you come back again? I heard you mention some things about early childhood development. We may have some moms and dads, grandparents, uncles, aunts um, who are, you know, at home and in this pandemic, we might have a lot of questions or want to know what can we do with our little bitty ones. Would you come back again? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yes, I would love that. Okay, awesome. Well, we're going to definitely have Raina back for a part two. We're going to have a different topic, but I just wanted to introduce her and thank her for her beautiful energy and sharing it with us today. So um, I'm just going to say in closing, you know, consider what it means to reinvent. Um, You know, Raina, could you give us maybe like a a cool, something short, sweet, like a definition? What's something that we could stick with and hold on to just from hearing you today? What does it mean for that reinvention? Each season of life calls for a different you. No season is forever. Plan for the season to come. Enjoy the season you're in. Remember the season that was. Ooh-wee. All right, mic drop, y'all. Okay, Raina has come in and just sprinkled all sorts of just glitter and golden nuggets on us today. So I want to thank you, Raina, for your time. And I can't wait till we do our next episode. And until next time, everyone, be well and be safe out there. All right, bye-bye, everyone. Good night.